Hi, and welcome to Inside 8101, a conversation about preparing students for the world of high school and beyond. I'm Mike Brennan, president of Holy Family Catholic High School, and I'm your host for today's in-depth conversation about the many ways that we help families with the cost of attending our school. I'm honored to have our director of finance, Aaron Hess, and vice president for enrollment and school partnerships, Scott Brimhorst, to talk about what our school offers for scholarships and tuition assistance. So thanks guys for being here. You bet. Sure. Um, well, we appreciate you being here, and we're, we're certainly grateful for your, your help with our audience and, and their understanding of what we offer families in ways of tuition assistance and scholarships. Um, and so to that end, I'm, I'm proud to say that we actually have quite a bit to talk about today. Um, since its inception, our school has committed a significant amount of its budget to ensuring that families who desire and prioritize a Holy Family education are actually able to make that happen uh, and make that happen within their household budgets. Uh, those options continue to grow, uh, and we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. But uh, let's begin with sort of the nuts and bolts of our financial programs. And Aaron, if you don't mind, I'm going to begin with Scott here uh, and uh, talk about what we actually offer our families and the kind of impact that our financial aid, um, and whether that be in scholarships or tuition assistance grants, uh, actually makes. Um, so Scott, maybe you can um, just sort of give us the, a quick rundown of, of tuition in general. Maybe you actually just start there with the concept of tuition. Um, and then um, how how we go about the, the different avenues that, that we have in place to, to help our families actually make that tuition affordable. You bet. Um, I think the biggest thing to start with is that tuition, nobody really likes it. Um, <laughs> it isn't fun. Um, there's a lot of paperwork. Um, but when you think about why we charge tuition, it really goes back to why we are a school in the first place. We've got a mission to accomplish at our school. Um, mm -hmm. We've got a lot we want to accomplish in changing the world here. And to do that, we have to pay our teachers and keep the lights on and fund our programs and do everything we need to do to actually have a school. So right. for us, tuition is really a justice issue. Um, and finding a just number for families is a process that can take a long time sometimes. Um, but one that we're deeply committed to, you know, as a department in admissions and a department in finance, mm -hmm. uh, and then committed to individually with every family. So uh, I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because because it is really important that that we that we start there um, with, with that understanding of what tuition actually is, um, and in the world of private Catholic um, education, um, there's only uh, a few legs of the stool, the funding stool that, that we can sit on. Um, some schools have three, right? Exactly. Tuition, uh, parish subsidy, and fundraising. We aren't, uh, you know, a, a part, we're not a parish school, so we only have two. Um, we, we make all of our ends meet through either tuition or fundraising. That which we don't make uh, by a tuition, we make up. We have to fundraise. Fundraise. Yep. Um, and uh, I think it's really important that, that our listeners understand that. Yeah, and so when you look at that, and we realize it's a hurdle, mm -hmm. um, we consider the justice issue as much as, you know, how we deal with the families as dealing with our own mission here. So, mm -hmm. you know, we take a deep dive into uh, finances with families um, to, to arrive at a number that's fair for the family and fair for, for our school. Mm -hmm. um, so I'd, I'd say the first thing is to, there are two things, really. First of all, it's not an insurmountable hurdle. This is one that families can get past. And there's no better way of proving that than just taking a walk through our school. 
and looking around with very open eyes and realizing there are 400 different financial circumstances walking in our building every single day, mm -hmm. all of whom went through these processes to, to make sure that they could afford Holy Family. And if you tell me you can't without going through the process, my answer is always, are you sure? Mm. Um, so the first thing is just to know that many, many, many people have gotten over the burden of tuition or gotten it to a manageable level by going through the processes. And then the second thing is, <clears throat> for a lot of families, tuition is such a big hurdle that they're not even going to look. Mm. And I guess I would encourage those families to look at tuition as one of many hurdles or one of many factors that go into the high school decision. Sure. Um, if it's the only one and you can't get past it, then I think as a family you're missing a lot of opportunities that, that could be right in front of you. Um, so those two things. One, you can get past it. And two, you need to put it in context with the 15 to 25 other reasons that you want to choose a high school. <laughs> right. So, so how, how do we, um, how can we, how do we help those families who um, see that sticker price, if you will, um, and walk away. Yeah. Um, how do we help them realize that actually this that that is just the sticker price, um, and and that we're going to work with you um, on a very personalized and very individual level to help make this dream. If it is your dream for you to send your kids to Catholic school, um, we we want to help you fulfill that dream. Yeah, we try um, to. How, how do how do we get that through to to community or to to our question. community because. Yeah. The, the, the perception isn't always that there are 400 different personalized individual circumstances, financial circumstances walking through these hallways. Um, you know, I think sometimes perception, unfortunately, is, is that um, there's only one or two you know, of, of those, exactly. if that makes sense. Yeah. Families are coming to us from absolutely every right. walk of life. Right. Um, and people always ask, you know, where are people coming from? And mm -hmm. I just say draw concentric circles around our location. And there's somebody from all of those places. As far east as Rosemount, mm -hmm. north of Buffalo. They're coming from farm fields. And they're coming from downtown Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. um, and so for us, we need to make sure that we're communicating. Well, hopefully they're listening to this podcast. That would be a great start. Um, uh, but, you know, right after that sticker price, we want to make sure we're communicating the many, many ways that we have for you to chip away at, mm -hmm. uh, at the, uh, the overall bill. Um, our first and I guess our most primary Avenue is the need-based tuition assistance uh, program okay. that families can apply for. It's close to 40% of our families are in some kind of form of need-based aid. So again, back to the hurdle. Mm -hmm. It's been surmounted by people. You can do it. Um, and then in the last few years, we've created multiple merit and grant-style scholarships to help chip away in different ways um, at the overall tuition bill for families who wouldn't necessarily have a, um, qualified for need-based aid. Um, it's been a huge effort for us. Can you talk more about that? Mm -hmm. You know, we, we looked back uh, years at data on why families didn't choose Holy Family, yeah. um, why some left, um, and then looked ahead to incoming families to say, what would it take for you to take a better or more hard look at Holy Family? Um, and the response from families who knew they weren't going to qualify for aid was, there's got to be something to help um, me. You know, mm -hmm. I'm a middle-income earner. I don't think I'm going to qualify for aid. What do you got? And our merit scholarship program was born out of that. I mean, literally sitting across the table from a dad that I knew well three years ago in a napkin, and we drew up this idea. Um, in the end, it feels very collegiate. So our Holy Family-funded merit scholarship program, I can talk now or later on about that, it, it, it funds 
uh, tuition scholarships for kids based on what their strengths are in fine arts and leadership and service and academics. Um, and then we also have some foundation and individual uh, individual funded uh, grants and scholarships that, that are kind of backing up some different kind of very specific avenues of where kids are coming from uh, to be at Holy Family. So what we're trying to do is honor more than just financial need. We're trying to honor excellence. Mm-hmm. We're trying to honor promise, uh, future direction. Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying to honor uh, kind of the intent of donors who want to make sure that certain places and certain kids can get into our building and, and thrive here. Uh, all that comes down to, you know, coming in and learning more about what we have to offer. Um, and I guess, you know, back to your question about where where families get their information on this stuff. Um, interesting to think about that recently. And, and you can put a lot of families in one of three camps when it comes to their process of looking at tuition assistance. Um, first, there are ones that are highly invested in the process. Um, they're the ones that call and say, hey, I've read everything on your website. Great, great job. I'm very informed. I know where the application stuff is. I'm already filling it out. Here we go. And that's one group. Then you've got another group that's sitting back and kind of looking. Um, they're usually in the group that's at the open house and they're listening. They haven't really gone in and taken a look at those options or talked to us about them. And then the third group, one that is concerning um, only because these are great families who would thrive at Holy Family and would make us a better school, are the ones who, like you said, stop at the sticker mm-hmm. and they don't pursue it. Um, it's tough. Um, because if they just asked the question, they'd probably get an answer that would bring them much further into the, the Holy Family journey. And I can't tell you how many times I've met with families who didn't choose Holy Family based on tuition, who said, I wish I had taken a look. Mm-hmm. Because what you're offering there fits what I want for my kid. But I stopped at the sticker. Right. I didn't realize that I actually could afford it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they hear from friends. Mm-hmm. You know, finally, they talk to their buddy who did send their kid to Holy Family. And how did you do it? And that family looks at them and says, well, I applied for aid. Mm-hmm. Or I got two merit scholarships and it chunked my tuition way down. Right. You know, and oh, what's that? You know, that's a scary question for a family who wished they would have gone. No kidding. You know, I've seen a lot of stomachs just drop. Like, we could have done this. You know, I think about these merit scholarships, too. And not only is it is it a tool that uh, families can access um, uh, to, to help support their access to Holy Family. Um, but I imagine it plays a, a, a really important role in the, uh, in the, in the psyche of the, the student entering their high school experience, right? right. They, I mean, if, if, if the merit that is being essentially judged, right, um, is, is their merit um, and they're being honored and rewarded for that or, or acknowledged for that, um, they're, they've got skin in the game, right? Um, they, they've got, they've got a sense of ownership now and, and, and personal contribution to, um, the financial obligation, um, that, that comes with this, this type of education. Um, that's powerful. It is. It's one of those outcomes that we, it wasn't in the plan. Yeah. Um, to, to have that. Sure. Um, but it became a very big deal. Now when the scholarship letters go out within one day of we you know them hitting the mailboxes mm-hmm. we're hearing back from families saying my kid just pinned his letter up on the wall right um or it's up on facebook or you know and i and i can imagine that 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 in some way you know really begins to to um steer 
the trajectory of their their next four years exactly you know, of that high school experience right because take um, this out another step so let's say you're a parent of a kid who just got um, an academic scholarship to go to holy family um, you get to hold that over them for the next four years as well <laughs> you know, in a really cool way yeah. you know hey kid you know I noticed you're just playing uh, Fortnite all weekend and have you done your homework you are on an academic scholarship over there and that matters right you know you've got something to live up to right. or maybe more specifically with the, like the leadership scholarship mm-hmm. you know these scholarships uh, the application process asks the kids to talk about their background in these areas, but it really asks them to talk about what they're going to do mm-hmm. when they get here. So, so if, an aspirational focus. Right, mm-hmm. right. So I'm going to be a leader. What does that mean? I'm sure. going to strive to be a captain on the team. You know, I want to help um, kids who are struggling. I, I plan to be a great role model and bring others up who need help. And then you, as a parent, really can... Um, Remind them of that as the, sometimes, you know, kids act like kids and um, gosh, you're not acting like a leader like I'd hoped you had. But mm-hmm. you've got an extra little lever on that. You certainly do. Yeah. And then I guess for the school, we win, too, uh, on two ways. One, we're filling our school up with kids who've got these strengths, you know, mm-hmm. and this is a big enough part of their life that they will write an essay about it and attempt to get a scholarship. Mm-hmm. Um and then we're also learning a lot about our kids before they even get here. So these scholarship applications are coming up. Um, the due date is in a couple of weeks from now on January 17th. And uh, that's eight and a half months ahead of them actually walking into the building when we've got all this information about this great group of kids. And we share that with our teachers. Um, so they see this is what you've got coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, copied and pasted about 25 different statements one year of some of the from some of these applications and i just sent it to the teachers and said hey i don't know what you want to do with this but here's what's coming at you and the response was like amazing um them feeling like they've already seen the face of some of these students that they're they used to just have to wait eight and a half months till that first day of school Mm -hmm. now they get a glimpse of it and um, i know for a fact some of them have gone and said i read what you wrote that was amazing and can't wait to see you thrive and do that here. And I'm here to help you do it. Yep, I'm your guy. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you just said the uh, the, the scholarship deadline is January 17th. Right. Um, can you tell us, actually, can you tell our, our, our listeners uh, who qualifies, who should apply, what that process entails? Right. So Holy Family funds four merit scholarships, uh, academics, fine arts, leadership, and service. And those scholarships are between five and $1,500 each. Okay. Um, students can apply for two of those. Um, those are open to absolutely everybody. Um, are these a, a one and done, renewable? Yeah, they're all renewable. Okay. And they're they're what's called stackable. Okay. So you may get multiple scholarships. They only go on top of what you would have gotten for aid. Um, it's a collegiate model that mm-hmm. uh, that's the term the colleges are using now for scholarships like this. So if you receive two thousand in merit scholarships, it's really an eight thousand dollars scholarship over four years. Wow. Uh, the only wow. way we take it away is if you literally are not living up to the expectations of the scholarship, and then it would go. But um, then we've got some kind of uh, site-specific or donor-specific uh, grants and scholarships. Um, we've got one called the Hildebrand Family Scholarship that's funded by a family whose kids came out of public schools, and this scholarship funds grants of between $1,500 and $3,000 for kids whose background is in public schools. Uh, we've got an Ignite the Fire scholarship that is uh, funded for kids coming out of St. Hubert's with some specific characteristics. 
Uh, kids coming from guardian angels uh, receive a grant by application of, um, you know, can be up to $2,000, but between $1,000 and $2,000. And that's the Radic Family? That's the Radic Family Scholarship, yep. Um, and then we partner with an organization called the Flaherty Family Foundation to fund um, tuition scholarships for families with kids who's, who've got a high financial need. It's got a $70,000 household income cap, mm-hmm. um, but also demonstrate a high academic ceiling. And they are committed to putting It's an incredible number of students that they fund to go to our, our Catholic high schools um, to make sure that they've got all the opportunities in the world. Um, so some incredible folks are, are really funding these no things. No kidding. This is, this is um, I mean, it's, it's inspirational, um, certainly for us. What do you think is uh, inspiring these, these donors? What's motivating them to um, um, put forward these resources to, to make school accessible for kids? Yeah, you know, um, the intent of the donor usually has like two, three maybe facets, two for sure. They want more kids to access Holy Family. Bottom line, mm-hmm. they are they love the school. They they've seen the mission work. In some cases, their own kids, so they know what they're getting. They know what our product is when our graduates get out. Um, and down to the individual level, they want those kids um, to have that experience. So, it's again a mission driven world we live in here. So these the intent of these donors is really to, to change the world for the better via Holy Family, one student at a time, mm-hmm. and their scholarship. Or grants will help those kids and families access this amazing thing. When do they find out? The students. Yeah, we try to coordinate our scholarship um, responses at the same time as financial aid. Um, and that would be the middle of the week of February 10th this year. Okay. So our goal, uh, I guess if you back up a little bit, we also want families to know what it's going to cost to go to Holy Family mm-hmm. before you start registering for classes. Um, that timeline was has been flipped um, in prior years but we've committed to making sure we're moving through the process as fast as we can right so that deadline of january 17th gives us enough time to process the financial aid applications process the scholarship applications and then that uh, that week in february we we will have those letters in the mail and we'll be seeing some happy responses from families Thanks, Scott. You know, Aaron, you've been patiently listening to our conversation. I sure have. <laughs> regarding scholarships. Um, but for some families, they're they're going to need financial assistance beyond uh, scholarships. Right? Yes. Beyond. Yep. Um, so, so can you talk to us about our tuition assistance program, uh, just what that is, um, and, and how families can access it? Yep. So the goal of our tuition assistance program is to achieve a level of funding for each family that demonstrates need um, to match what the student would need to come and attend school here. We also look for that um, level of funding to be achievable through the longevity of their, their school year and their enrollment. So what that means is we aren't looking to you know, give them a high, high level of um, assistance now. You get them in the door. Right. Right. Um, You know, we, we truly look at what is most affordable for, we're partnering it with what's affordable for the families, as well as what, with what the school needs as well. It's a, it's a joint thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we, that's the last thing we want is to get a student in for a year and then um, 
you know, have them turn around and say this doesn't work for right, our family. That they can't sustain that, that financial obligation, sure. Correct. Um, and then what, as far as, you know, the tuition assistance process, so the first step is to really go out to TADS. We utilize TADS to help us process um, a family's financial information provided and, and come up with kind of a starting point. So TADS is an external, independent, yep, an third in, party? Correct. Okay. They're an independent um, vendor that we use and have used for a long time. So families can go out to TADS.com and um, start their application. Um, I'll just give you a quick direction. So it's TADS.com and then you grab the family login and then you click on financial aid. And then that will prompt you to log in. And if you want, or if you have a previous login, you can use that. So if, if a family had utilized TADS at a grade school, they can use their same login and just kind of continue on and all their family records stay together. Um, otherwise, they can register if they're a first-time user of TADS at that point in time. And then once they get in there and start their application and complete all of the information that it asks for, um, it, the application then is completed and it will generate a list of um, supporting documents that are needed. And that's really important for them to, for families to take that list and apply or submit those documents timely, mm-hmm. get them in as soon as they can because the application can't move forward until those supporting documents are supplied. Okay. So once TADS has the ability to um, you know, get that application, get all the supporting documents, it takes them a little bit of time to review it. And then once, once TADS has reviewed it, they will communicate back with families if they need to, um, if there's more information needed, if there's clarification that's needed on the process or on the application that they completed. And then um, once the application is in good or fair standing, then my committee and I can review than the applications. Okay. So we start initially with kind of a calculated answer of what the assistance is, and then we have humans that go in and look at it. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> right. Okay. So, so what I'm hearing here is that the, the entirety of the process of, of um, tuition, the, the, the tuition ex- assistance request experience here at Holy Family is really a... Um, uh, it's a personalized one. Correct. Right. Okay. So it's it's not a uh, um, you know you you take all of this information you stick it into a blender and then you you know you get your um, your, your your calculation and, and and that's it. It's black and white. It's done. Right. Um, there are certainly those those steps and those elements within the process, but then that application and the the um, supporting documentation and supporting data is then further reviewed. Uh, by human beings with hearts and empathy and um, uh, a desire to, to do whatever we can within our, literally within our financial abilities um, to make a Holy Family education a possibility for families. Correct. Okay. We, we fully recognize that there is um, each, each family, the, the calculated process doesn't cover everything that is going on in There's that There's a family. million and one nuances in every Correct. situation. Right? So it's, it's imperative for us to take those applications, that additional information. Mm-hmm. And that, too, is why we have a diverse committee from the standpoint of, you know, 
there may be different in and I, the committee is is a, a collective group. It doesn't change, so I don't want to give that impression. Um, but there are individuals. For example, we have someone from admissions on there too. You know, a conversation or a family that starts in admissions. Admissions picks up information that may not be portrayed all the way through the application process. So it is um, certainly something that we we want them as part of those meetings. And um, everything that happens in the committee meetings and everything that's discussed on a family application stays within the committee. It's highly confidential. We don't, um, you know, that is something that we, I I take pride in Mm -hmm. that, that we keep this process absolutely confidential. Information about families is not shared outside of that, our committee. Right, right. Um, So... As a, as a family is is going through this process, we talk about where we've just discussed the the personalized approach and and the um, you know the existence of nuance within every family situation. How do they communicate that nuance to us so that we can then take that into consideration and um, in in the determination of their award, their financial assistance sure. award. So through the application process, there is the ability for them to, to add on to the application a special circumstances letter. So that's a good opportunity to, to do that. Um, and then when we go and print off the um, completed application, we look for if that letter is attached or provided. And then that gets printed off and, and comes along to the, the committee meeting as well. Okay. Um, and, and Aaron, not, not to belabor this point, but you talked about the importance of, of completing that application in a, in a timely way. Um, can you elaborate on, on that? You know, obviously, deadlines are always important because the world needs to, <laughs> need, sure. needs to operate. Sure. Um, but, but there is an, a, a, an advantageous element of this with respect to each family and uh, the potential award that they can receive. Can you talk more yep. about that? So the sooner you apply, it's more advantageous for families because we, uh, you know, we have a certain number of dollars. We have a pool of dollars that we work with. And so the sooner we know what financial need is out there, it allows us to better allocate those dollars to families accordingly. Um, we, the priority deadline, as Scott has alluded to before, is January 17th for incoming freshman families. So even returning families with an incoming freshman should apply and get their application in by that time. That's important information. Yep. And so what this allows us to do is we um, we work really hard to get through the application process, both on the financial needs side and the scholarship side, so that we can have that award letter into um, families' hands about a week prior to that registration night so that we can, um, you know, give them that picture that they need okay. and so that they know going into that registration night. If if a family doesn't meet that priority deadline, they still sh- absolutely should apply. Okay. Um, they may not get their award letter prior to that registration night sure. on an incoming freshman and family. What, and what about families that um, you know might not be on our radar yet, right? Um, uh, let's say they don't move into town until April or right. May, um, is there anything left for them? We do set aside a pool of dollars um, for later applications because 
we know based on history and just based how on how the process works that there are families that come to the table later. Yeah. Um, and they should always still make that application and complete that application um, as soon as possible. And then we um, we will work through the application and then um, inform them or present the award letter as soon as possible after we are able to get through that that application and make the award. Okay. Okay. When a family does get that award letter, what's their next step? So once they receive the award letter, it is laid out pretty well in the award letter. Okay. You know, it talks about how, um, so the next step then is um, the business office will generate a tuition agreement and then that will be sent out to them. And then at that point, they can go in and set up the tuition agreement, um, which lays out any scholarships, any tuition assistance that they received. Um, if they feel that their award letter just isn't quite where they thought it should be. Oh, you're or... answering my next question. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> that's because I'm running down the award letter. Like, that's the next step. <laughs> tuition agreement. Got it. And then, Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So if a family feels like they um, need to appeal, there is mm-hmm. an appeal process. And it's laid out in the letter, but a family just writes a letter of appeal um, sends it back to me, and then we commit to within, you know, three days to a week max of okay. getting back to them. So um, in, in some regards, it kind of mirrors, you know, what, what Scott was saying about that sticker price. Like, don't just walk away. Um, obviously, families who have, who have um, applied for tuition assistance mm-hmm. are walking a little further along that journey of, of the, um, the enrollment process. Um, but um, it what that award might be isn't necessarily um, the be-all and end-all, right? Correct. If, if we're really reflecting and being very honest about our own personal situations, um, there's there's room for continued conversation. Yep, okay. and we, we do reevaluate the application. We, um, you know, Good to know, certainly through those appeal letters, new circumstances sometimes, sometimes come to light. And so we, we take that all into consideration um, when we respond to an appeal. You know, our, our school's philosophy on financial aid and tuition assistance is, is rooted in the teachings of St. John Baptist de La Salle, who, uh, who believes that all students, or believes rather, <laughs> that all students were deserving of a Catholic education. And of course, that our community is graced now by that mission. Um, in total, Aaron, um, what percentage of our students receive either a scholarship or tuition assistance grant uh, in order to attend Holy Family? I believe that's around 40 to 45 percent either wow. either okay. receive that tuition assistance or a, or a grant of some sort. That's incredible. It is. And it, it wow. really, it really, you know, when I'm from this side of the table, it really makes, makes my job, it, it gives my... It fills my cup, if you will, uh, as far as being I just able read to that help. Book to my kids the other day. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as just you know, the more rewarding part yeah. of the finance side. Finance is boring, right? No mm-hmm. one, no one, everyone looks at it like, ugh. But this is you know one of the pieces that is really rewarding to me that I can help families make Holy Family possible. Sure, and I like to think of this. Um, I mean, I, I certainly understand. Uh, firsthand, the um, I'm on the early ends of this and in, in, in my uh, parenting trajectory here, but 
Um, certainly under, I, well, let me back up and just say, I, my wife and I, you know, uh, we, we look at this as an investment, uh, an investment in our children's education, but really in, in their life. Um, and uh, I honestly couldn't imagine a better investment to, to make. Um, not only are you making that investment in your own children, uh, but quite frankly, I think you're making it in humanity and in the world. Um, the, the, the types of young people that, that Holy Family uh, turns out is, um, it's, it's, it's incredible. I can't wait for my own children to, to go to school here and graduate from here. Um, and then, you know, that, that brings up the, the idea of the return on the investment. So if you're investing, you, you, there should be a, a very real expectation of a return on that investment. Um, and um, you know, I'm just curious from, from your perspectives, um, what you think that ROI might, might be? Well, I mean, what, from what you just said, um, the most important investment thing we can invest in is our children, number one. And so when you're looking at what Holy Family specifically does, um, our kids are ready for mm. life. They're ready for college. I mean, the statistics on that are literally off the charts. So as an academic institution, the return overall of our students, uh, on our students who are succeeding in college, succeeding on time in college, mm -hmm. not dropping out of college. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, uh, from last year's graduating class of 110 students, more than $14 million in financial assistance, merit-based right. financial assistance. Was, so then we talk about the college prep time. process and you're talking about actual dollars. Right. Um, so with 14 million, and I think that, that they accepted 4 million of that or close mm -hmm. to it. So you've got actual dollar returns. Um, but I, you know, I, I've got a kid in college now and I mean, I've got some real personal data on this and <laughs> my kid was ready for all the stuff. And um, there are about 22 hours a day where kids in college are not being told where to go. And we're preparing them not only for the, the class time, but a lot of that downtime, you know, by sure. by having them hear back from their, their uh, our alums, you know, to tell them what to do or what to expect. We're Eve was connected with a kid who was already at the college where she was at. So she could learn a little bit more about Carthage before she actually got there and she was just ready for it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I think you can't discount the Catholic identity of our school in what it does with these kids. So when they're academically prepared, they're prepared as leaders through our leadership training, and we've got actual tactical programs that go into that. Mm -hmm. And then you've changed their heart with the whole Christian Catholic piece. We're just forming an army of kids who are going out and making positive change in the world. And when they're not doing it, um, you know, and you can check with our alumni director who talks to these guys more often than not, they feel like they're doing something wrong or there's something missing. <laughs> so, <clears throat> and that's a fact. You've, you've used the word compelled. Yes, before. you are compelled to go change the world now. Mm -hmm. you, so it isn't just a, we hope you do this. Right. Look what you've got. Look who you are and the way the family forms you and the way Holy Family has, you know, been a partner in that. Um, and now you're compelled to go do something about this world that needs some help. So, I mean, if you're asking me about the return, there are numerical returns. Our kids mm -hmm. graduate from college on time at a rate much higher than their peers. Um, that is actual dollars in your pocket mm -hmm. to not have year six and seven of your kid going to college because they didn't know what, what to do and how to manage it. Mm 
Um, and the increase on earning potential too when you correct. enter the workforce that much earlier right. than your peers. Sure, you bet. Mm-hmm. The networking. I mean, there right. there really is a return on all that. But I think the biggest return is this is what I want for my kid. Mm-hmm. This is I I didn't know it as much until I saw her emerge from here and I went oh yeah that's <laughs> like why this was in what some ways all worth it. Um, and so on, and along the way, and I want to discount this. You get a lot for your family. You have an opportunity as a family at Holy Family to be deeply involved with so many things. Personally, in the building, you know, just doing things that you have access to making a school a better place by volunteering or being a leader in our school as a family. You just don't get that in other places. I like to think the entire family goes to Holy Family. Yeah, right. You know, the entire family <laughs> goes to school here. Yeah. So it's, it's really powerful you that too. Way. Yeah. You too. Mm-hmm. I don't even have kids here yet, and my Andrew is my oldest, and he talks about going to the watch the sporting events and just the different things that we can do at Holy Family. Mm-hmm. So even at that age, he's invested. Right. Well, any final thoughts? I did want to just mention um, back to tuition agreement, and um, one of the pieces that is part of the tuition agreement is a payment plan. Okay. So there are payment plans available for families. Um, we do have kind of a little bit more of a standard, like one, two, three payments or a monthly payment. Mm-hmm. But really, the conversation is open to work with families on however that would best meet their needs while still meeting the needs of the school. So we have the opportunity to customize things. We do, sure. absolutely. Okay. So that is, I just wanted to make sure that Good. we let families know that 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 is also part of the conversation and part of the process. That's important. Thank you. Well, thank you both. Thank you both for your time. One or two quick things to just throw in here. Sorry, Mike. You had your big finish all lined up there, and I just stepped on your touchdown call. That's quite okay, Scott. Um, There there are a couple of pieces around process that I think are important and that um, very important. Sometimes families just don't want to get too close to the school decision until they know they can afford it. Okay. Um, that's critical. So if you're in that boat, you can enter into the financial aid process without even talking with your kid. Hmm. That way you hmm. can move through some of those pieces to get to a place where as a family you're comfortable with, okay, we can do this financially. Now go follow them. And having school. that conversation out loud. Exactly. Sure. Um, then on the process itself with your kid, um, this is a, hey, put your phone down, stop playing Fortnite, let's talk about your future moment. So you work through these scholarship applications with your kid, answering the questions together, you know, dreaming a little bit about what the future looks like. And it's one of those parent moments that, again, is something we've heard back from folks. Mm-hmm. I had a great opportunity to just talk to my kid for a half an hour about dreaming. And we haven't done anything more than, you know, where are we going next week? No, it's a great, it, you, you bring up a great point. It's, it's an opportunity to talk about something that's beyond, I was going to say tomorrow, but right. next week. And, um, uh, oftentimes that's that's where we live, right? We yep. live in, even though we might not necessarily be present, we live in the moment and um, our our, uh, our sights are set on a future that isn't always very distant. Exactly. Um, and so to be able to have those really uh, you know, critical conversations with our, with our kids um, and talking about their future and asking them to, to think critically about, about not just what they want in their future, but what they want their future to be. If that makes, there's a mm-hmm. difference there. Um, wow. I mean, those, those can be it's incredibly powerful. profound and powerful. Yeah. And how is Holy Family going to get you there? Right, right. And how are you going to like wring every drop out of this? So 
it's those things that I think, and this is my last point, there's a lot of ego sometimes in applying for something like financial aid. Mm -hmm. um, this is not a handout. This is not um, that kind of a thing. This is another tool that we have to help people access Holy Family. Just like our special service department will help you access Holy Family if your kid has special mm -hmm. learning circumstances. Right. Just like the bus can pick you up in Edina and Shakopee and Prior Lake and Yen Prairie. And, you know, financial aid is a tool. Um, it's an important one. But um, entering into that process and leaving behind the, I just, I'm not a kind of a handout guy. Mm -hmm. And remembering that um, <clears throat> this is a mission. And for missions, our mission is to make this available to as many people as possible. So. Well, I like to think about the, this process just the, the same way that we, we approach the process with the, the educational process with every one of our students. And that is whether you're on a, you know, uh, quote unquote, you know, learning plan or whatnot, every one of our students um, is addressed individually, right? Everything is individualized and personalized here. And, and so is the process for determining tuition. Um, I, I like to think about just uh, flipping the paradigm of the way we talk about tuition assistance to simply creating and generating a customized tuition for, for each family. It's not about the handout. It's not about starting at that sticker price and you know chipping away at it. It's about putting everything on the table, being upfront and fair and honest to everyone, um, and um, customizing a, a tuition um, that is um, sustainable, which is really important. Um, for everyone involved. So, all right, guys. Thank you so much. You bet. It was an absolute yes. pleasure having you. Um, and I know that this is a very busy time for both of you. Um, and I also know that this topic is very near and dear to your hearts. Um, you know, it's often a sensitive topic for families as we just talk. So I hope that um, just by hearing your warmth and, and your genuine desire to help families, um, they will reach out and talk with us. Um, if parents want to know more or have questions, how should they get a hold of you? Yeah, start at the website, okay. hfchs.org. Uh, for all things admissions, there's a simple drop-down tab, and it will pull up just about everything you need. Okay. Um, and then our contact info is all right in there. And part of that admissions piece does have links to um, TADS and the financial aid process. Um, otherwise, they can reach out by email or calling the school. So Great. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. Uh, thank you for joining us at Inside 8101. And if you want to know more about our school, I encourage you to visit our website and social media accounts. And of course, to listen to additional episodes of Inside 8101. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. That's it. Thank you. And from all of us here at Holy Family, God bless. God bless.